If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Spazzin' Out, America's podcast. Recorded live from Boston. Broadcasting around the world, covering everything America is talking about and beyond. Take your seats and enjoy the show. Now, here's your host, Anthony Parziali. Okay, I'm, I'm about to be the most unpopular guy in the room again. I, I'm about to get... People are going to hate this. People don't like tough advice. People people don't like to hear difficult things. I'm, I am most certainly going to be the most popular guy in the room. Uh, this will probably be my least uh, most popular podcast. I'm, I'm probably going to get ripped. I'm probably going to get canceled. Uh, people will be outraged in the fact that I think this. But Simone Biles left the Olympic competition, left the team finals, while the team was you know, close to winning gold. She messes up on the vault. She has a traumatic fall, something that, that, that never really has ever happened to her before. She has a mental breakdown. And in my opinion, she bailed out on Team USA and left the girls hanging and said, good luck, girls. I fucked up. I can't mentally handle this. I'm going to bail, and the Russians are going to win, and you're going to take silver. There there I said it. People are going to be absolutely pissed off at me that I don't give mental mistakes a break. People are going to be pissed off that I look at mental toughness completely different than other people. People are going to be upset that I believe that you can control... Your mental well-being. People are going to be pissed that I believe that your mental health is decided by you. The country will be pissed. Everybody will be pissed. But this is what's wrong with the United States of America. When we can't handle something, we we cry, we, we bitch, we moan, and we blame it on mental health. And everybody else in the room is thinking the same fucking thing that I'm thinking. Everyone else, but they don't want to say it. Everyone else is thinking the same fucking thing. What do you mean you're having a mental fucking problem? What do you mean you can't handle the fucking pressure? What the fuck are you talking about? That's what everybody else, that's what I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be a dick. And I don't want to strictly rip on Simone Biles. Or Biles, however, B-I-L-E-S. I don't want to shred her. And to each their own. If you can't handle the fuck, that's what my dad used to say this shit, right? Everybody, if you can't handle the heat, get the fuck out of the kitchen. If you can't handle the pressure, you're done. Do you think 
that fucking, and listen, I get it, there's soldiers that come back from Iraq, I mean, these dudes have real fucking mental problems, these guys were in fucking, they were in a war, they saw their buddies get their goddamn legs blown off, so you're gonna talk to me about that, I guess I can understand, I can be like, yeah, man, this guy just saw his fucking boy, that, that he went through boot camp with, that he's been friends with for fucking 10 years, get his fucking head blown off, but you're gonna tell me that you're on the vault, you're gonna tell me that the Olympic pressure is so tough that you had to back out on your fucking team? And then people are going to be pissed. They're all, they, here's what I can't stand. This is what's wrong with the United States of America right now. And this is what's wrong with the world. Everybody's calling her a hero. They, they, oh, she's sticking up about mental health. She's a hero for backing out on her team. She's a hero for not being able to handle the fucking pressure. She's a fucking hero. Because when things got tough for her, for the first time in her life, when she fell on her ass and millions of people on TV are watching, she couldn't deal. Remember when Tom Brady was in the Super Bowl? The most watched television program every year? A hundred million people watching. You're in the Super Bowl. The most watched game, the most watched television show of the year. And you're down 28 to fucking three. That is about as much pressure as you're ever going to get in a sporting event. That is that that is at that point where your will should be crushed. That is at your point where the pressure is insurmountable. That is at the point where it's time to pack up your shit and go. And Tom Brady doesn't do that. Tom Brady is probably one of the most mentally tough people in the planet. Michael Jordan, mentally tough. You would think, and I'm surprised, because you would think that such a decorated Olympian like Simone Beals or Biles, however you say her last name, would crush under pressure. And what people aren't talking about is that she bailed out on the team in the team competition, and they don't win gold. They get silver. Silver sucks. Second place blows. And if I was one of those gymnasts on that fucking team, I'd be on the podium and I'd say, fucking bullshit. I'd be pissed. I would be pissed and I would say, you know what? Fuck you, Simone. I worked for fucking four years to get on, to work my ass off to get on this team, and you fell off the fucking vault, and you're blaming it on mental health. Fuck you. I'd be pissed. I would be bullshit. Here's Simone talking about her decision for, for her problems and why she decided to bail out on Team USA in the team competition. Put mental health first because... If you don't, then you're not gonna enjoy your sport and you're not gonna succeed as much as you want to. So it's okay sometimes to even sit out the big competitions to focus on yourself because it shows how strong of a competitor and person that you really are, rather than just battle through it. Hear that out, okay? Because there's a couple of things here and I wanna talk about this. I will tell you this, the number one thing you can do for yourself is work on your mental health. Number one, above all, Put yourself first. I, I 100%. Make sure your mental well-being is in prime condition. I try to teach my kids that. I talk about that on this show. Anybody that wants to hear, I'll preach from the fucking top of the mountain. That putting your mental health before anything else is so important. You can't do shit unless you're mentally healthy. Unless you are not, you, know, you have to be a confident person. Not an insecure person. You have to be a, a mentally sharp. You have to be the master of your emotions. You have to be. You've got to have mental wellness. 
But I want you to hear what she's saying here. This is the new athlete. This is the new America. This is the new fucking kids. Where they're, well, I'm going to bail out on the team competition because I don't want to, because she she's going to, right? So hear me out. Simone still gets to compete. She has individual competitions coming up that she can win gold medals on. So she says, I want to peel out on Team USA because I need to be mentally prepped so that I can win my fucking gold medal. Fuck, tr- fuck trying to win the gold medal for the rest of the girls on my team. I got to be right for me. It's bullshit. Listen to her. If you don't, then you're not going to enjoy your sport and you're not going to succeed as much as you want to. So it's okay sometimes to even sit out the big competitions. I'm the best... Hear me out. She is the best gymnast in the world. And she's saying sometimes it's okay to sit out the big events. That's like saying you're, you've made it to the Super Bowl. And Tom Brady says, hey guys, I'm going to take this one off. Good luck. You got this. That's like making it to the NBA Finals. And Jordan says, nah, I'm good. LeBron's like, nah, I'm not going to play. I'm like, sorry guys, I'm out. I'm going to take this one out. And no one's pissed about it. Everybody's talking about how courageous she is. I see it the other way. I feel like, hey, we worked all that. We worked so damn hard to get to this moment. And you're going to fucking take a mental break. You're going to take the day off on the team competition. We're going up against the Ruskies. We fucking need you. This is why we took silver and not gold because you peeled out. No one's pissed about it. No one's upset. No one is. No one gives a fuck. That's what's wrong with this country. That's why we don't win anymore. We don't win anymore because people don't want to push themselves. People can't. If someone brought a fucking Tukarask, 100%. People don't want to. Bro, let me tell you something. I might not be the best, the, the, the best athlete on the planet. I, I may not be the best at anything. But I'm going to give you 100% all the time. All the time. I thought, Listen, dude, I'll give you an example on the show the other day. I, on the Hillman Morning Show, Greg got pissed off at me about something about the, about the music, and I could have folded because he was pissed, and I, I could have folded, but I don't fold. I take it and I say, "All right, I get it. He doesn't fucking like that. He doesn't want it that way. Let me change it up and do it a different way, the way he likes it. It's his fucking show. It's his show. It's his fucking show. You do what he says. It's not being a bitch. It's not folding. I don't give a shit." If I fall flat on my face in front of a hundred million fucking people, I will get up and I will try again. I will do my best. I will give you, if I am on your team, I will give you everything I got. Blood, sweat, and fucking tears. I will give it all to you until I can't get up anymore. All of it. All. I'll never bail out. If anything, I would pick you over me. If anything, I would give my all in the team competition... And then if I wanted to bail out after that, I'd bail out on myself. Not on Team USA. Especially when you're within reach of making sure the Ruskies, the Russians, don't fucking win. Could you imagine? And this shit happens. This shit happens all the time, right? Yeah, let me put it in terms of like working on the, uh, you, you, you work in construction, right? Or you're doing something, and you and, your, you and the guys or the girls, whatever, you lift lifting fucking something heavy, and there's always that one motherfucker that, like, he's like, oh, oh, he can't lift, or he doesn't put his whole back into it, and the rest of you fucks gotta pick it up, and then you end up hurting your back because this dickhead didn't fucking put his ass into it, or he lets go last minute. 
You're all, you're about to get it. You're, you're literally like a uh away from getting it on the truck, and then some fucking pussy in the crew backs out, and every and the thing drops, and fucking everybody else gets hurt. It's like what the fuck. But hey, so it's okay sometimes to even sit out the big competitions to focus on yourself because it shows how strong of a competitor and person that you really are. It doesn't. It fucking doesn't. Bailing on your team does not show how strong of a person and a competitive you are. If you are the best. If you are the best at what you do and you fuck up, suck it up. You fall off the vault, suck it fucking up. Pull your shit together. Pull your ass together. Walk over to the team and say, I'm sorry, guys. I fell off the fucking vault. But you know what? The next two events, I'm going to crush it and we're going to win this shit. You know that Tom Brady has thrown a fucking interception in like every goddamn Super Bowl? Do you think the guy sticks his head up his ass? Oh, guys, I threw a pick. Game's over. No. He gets fired up. It's almost like he needs it. He almost needs the fuck up to be better. I know I do. When I fuck something up and I get yelled at, I'm fucking ten times better than I was before. I'm ten times more alert. I'm fucking on point. I'm ready to go. I can't understand this stuff. I can't. And I don't want to make fun of people that have a mental disability. So I'm not making fun of you. I, I just, I can't, I can't grasp it. I can't understand it. I feel like I had a pretty tough upbringing. I feel like I saw things in my life that most people shouldn't have seen. When I was a kid, maybe I was 12, or maybe I was like 11 or 13. I, I don't know how old I was. But I watched my mom's boyfriend. I come home, and here's this guy. He's in the middle of the goddamn living room. He's got his shirt off, and he slices himself up with a fucking razor blade. He fucking... His blood's going... All over the place. He carved Liz. It's my mom's name. He carves Liz in his chest. He goes, Liz! Blood's like, Psss! All over the place. I'm a fucking kid. I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Does that bother me? Am I, am, do I go into ketosis? Ketosis. What am I fucking on a diet? Does it fuck me up? I don't know. Maybe I'm fucked up because of it. I have no idea. Maybe subconsciously I am. But you know what I did after I saw that shit? After I saw that at a young age, fucking 12 years old, I fucking, and me and my brothers are all living at my mom's house, I fucking, they, they, the, the nut bag goes to the fucking hospital, obviously. But I grabbed my brothers, my older brother, my younger brothers, I said, pack a fucking bag, we're going to dad's. What? What do you mean? We're leaving, I'm like 12, we're leaving, and we're going to live with dad, and that's it. Pack your shit, pack a fucking bag, and we're going. And then we did, we packed the bag, and then marched my fucking brothers up the goddamn street. It's not that far, my father lived far away, maybe like fucking three blocks. Ten minute fucking walk, show up at my dad's house, he's home, he's like, what's going on? I go, we're living here from now on. And that's it. And that, that boom, done. We lived there for the rest of our fucking lives. I mean, for me, it was like six more years because I moved out when I was 18. But the point being, even at a young age, horrific things, pressure, things like that didn't fucking get to me. Didn't bother me. Because I was raised to be mentally tough. I was taught that shit is going to be difficult. Your life is going to be difficult. Nothing is ever, ever going to be easy. My dad would always say it. And maybe he just directed it at me. Anthony, nothing is going to be easy for you. Nothing. Not a goddamn thing you do is going to be easy. My coaches used to say to it. My Ron Harvey, I'll never forget the guy. Famous to say, Paziali, you're a fucking overachiever. I, I don't know how you do half the shit you do. You're like a piece of fucking mush, but you still somehow 
do all the shit that you do. It's because it's here. It's here. It's mental goddamn toughness. Mental toughness. Mental toughness. Simone Bile or Beal, Miles, whatever, she does not get to bail out on Team USA in the finals competition while they're trying to win gold. You are the best Olympian we fucking have. You don't get a pass. I don't give you a pass. I do not. I do not give you a pass. I'm sorry. I don't. And someone needs to say that to you. I do not give you a fucking pass. I don't. The girls took silver, and if I was on that team, if I was the coach, I would be pissed. I would be pissed. But to put it in terms of of something that means something bigger, imagine if you were working for a company and you were putting together a billion dollar deal and you fucking folded. Do you think your boss would be forgiving? Or do you think you would be fired on the spot? If you cost the boss millions of dollars because under the gun, after four years of working, you folded. Because after four years of putting something together, you busted. Now, uh, if you put your all in and you fought through it, like this, she says here, you don't f- rather than fight through it. Rather than just battle through it. Do you know how many dudes, how many women, men and women go to work every single day and battle through it? Every goddamn one of us goes to work and we battle through it. We wake up and we don't want to get up. We have the problems of the day. Our fucking wife was giving us shit all day long. Or I was giving my wife all shit day long. My kids were giving me a goddamn hot, hard time. I got, you know what? I'll give you insight on one of my things. I got to get my truck re-registered and it's going to cost me like $2,500 to do it. Like $2,500. I got out, I got outstanding pocket tickets and, and fucking tolls over the past two years. I got 2,500 bucks. And I got like fucking two days to come up with it. Three days to come up with it. I will. I'm going to come up with the fucking money. You better believe your fucking ass will come up with it. Because I make shit happen. Because I don't buckle. I don't go, oh, fuck. I'm going to lose my fucking car. What am I going to fucking do? What am I gonna fucking... How am I going to get to work? And if I lost my car, I'll tell you how I get to work. I fucking bike. I get on a goddamn bike. I would ride my bike to work in the middle of a fucking blizzard. But people fold. They fold. And that is what's wrong with the United States of America, is people fold. She said something very important, though, at the beginning. You should take your mental health serious. And you should take mental breaks for yourself. Of course. Sure. Take a fucking hour. Take a Saturday and mentally de-stress. Find something that helps you de-stress. Find that. Work on your mental stability. Do it. Whatever it is. Listen to music, working out. Sure, you need to feed your brain 100%. Affirmations. Anything. Whatever it takes. But you don't get to bail. I think about that all the time. I want to bail on shit all the fucking time. But I got my team. I have a fucking team. My team. My team. My fucking team needs me. That's my wife and my kids. They fucking need me. I can't decide on uh, some events. I can't to focus on yourself because it shows how strong of a competitor and person that you really are. 
It doesn't. It doesn't show you. No, bailing on your team doesn't show how strong of a person and a fucking competitor you are. You want to know what, the, what what shows you how strong and and competitive you are? Is you're having a tough day. You you're fucking mentally you're, you're wiped out. You're dead. You you, you just want to fucking crawl into a goddamn hole and you get up and you go to goddamn work and you do your job because your team is fucking depending on you because your team should be winning gold and not taking silver. Simone continues. I just felt like it would be a little bit better to take a back seat, uh, work on my mindfulness. And I knew that the girls would do an absolutely great job. And I didn't want to risk the team a medal for uh, kind of my screw ups because they've worked way too hard for that. So I just decided that the, those girls need to go in and do the rest of the competition. No. Hold on. Did, did you hear that? She said, I didn't want to cost the team a medal. Well, you did. You did. You didn't win. You were supposed to win. You were supposed to be the gold medalists, and you did cost the team a medal. You screwed all the other girls on the goddamn team out of a medal because you bailed out mid-competition. You should have fucking not went to the Olympics. If you were really mentally fucked up, you shouldn't have taken someone else's seat and you should have stayed home. should have said, I'm going to stay home. I can't handle the goddamn pressure anymore. I'm out. I just felt like it would be a little bit better to take a back seat, uh, work on my mindfulness and i knew that the girls would do an absolutely great job and i didn't want to risk the team a medal for she knew the girls were going to do a great job they didn't do a fucking great job they didn't win they had that one poor girl that stepped up i can't even think of the girl's fucking name and i hope that this chick beats fucking wins a bunch of gold medals she's the, the young new chick i don't know her name but she did step up she stepped up on the vault and on the bars almost fucking doing so good enough that they caught the russians could you imagine in the middle of a goddamn game, halftime, you stop and quarterback says, ah, guys, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. I'm going to take off. Middle of the goddamn game, I'm not feeling it. I'm out. But, what, but the problem here is everybody in the world and everybody in America is tweeting, oh, the fucking hero. Oh, things are great. No, you need some hard fucking love. If I were your dad, bro, let me tell you, the, the disappointment, I fucking give you the disappointment conversation. That's what I would do. My kid walked off the fucking mat and come and looked at me, and I and it would be the dis. It wouldn't be. I'm not mad. I'm not upset. I'm disappointed. That's what I would say. I'm disappointed. Or if my kid came over to me, if I happen to be there, and and if my and and listen, I don't get involved. Let, let me back that up. I do not get involved in my kids' athletics. Now I'll be there. But I let the coach coach. I am one of those parents that I don't get involved. Once you step on the mat, once you step on the court, on the field, once you get into the practice place, I'm out. I'm not. I'm out. I do nothing. I let the coach coach. Barring the coach hitting my kid, and I got to tell you, if the coach hit my kid and my kid deserved it, I'd probably just fucking do nothing. And then my kid come over, I'd be like, well, you fucking deserved it. But I stay out of it. But I stay out of it. But if my kid happened to come over and I'm at the Olympics and my kid's like, Dad, I'm going to bail out, I'd fucking say, no, you're not. I Nope. i fucking look around and say, nope, no, you're not. I don't have it. I, go, I don't give a fuck if you have it or not. You better go get your ass back out there and you better find it. You better find that fucking shit. You better get out there because everybody in the United States is hoping that you, I put the pressure right on your ass. I hope everybody. And the United States is hoping that you fucking nail something because we don't want the Russians to win. We want your team and the girls that work their ass off. All those girls work their ass off for you. You are the team captain. They worked for you to get here. 
Get your fucking ass back out there. I would say that straight up. Get your ass out there. Now. And give it everything you got. Do your best and fucking forget the rest. I don't care if you fall down on your face. You're not backing out on this. Get the fuck out there. Face your mental issues. Face your things. Face your problems. Head on. Head on. Fucking bail out. And then get praised. Bail out. And get praised. Now it's clear to me. And I'm being serious. It's clear to me the mental health. Or mental disabilities. It's a fucking major difficulty in the United States of America. It really is. It's a huge problem. But the problem. Is that. People use it as an excuse. A lot of people use it as an excuse. And by this I mean. There are people that don't really have a medically diagnosed mental fucking problem. There are some people that legitimately are mentally fucked up and there's no help for them. And I feel bad for those people and I'm sorry. But there are people out there that are like claiming they have fucking cancer that don't have cancer. I mean the same thing about mental health. There are people out there that will fall on the mental health sword even though they don't really have a mental health issue. They just can't handle the pressure. They're just a fucking pussy. But nobody wants to talk about that. No one has the balls. This will get you canceled. This will get me fired. This this, this conversation right here would, could get me goddamn bounced out of everything I fucking do because people are like, oh, how can you say that? The problem is that we don't say it. And as parents, we don't fucking do that shit. My dad would look at me. My father would be like, you crying? I'll fucking give you something to cry about. And I'm not saying that's the right thing. I don't know if it's the right thing. I don't know if it's the wrong thing. I don't know. But all I could tell you is when it comes to mental toughness, that because of my dad, I fucking have it. There's nothing you can do to me that would break me mentally. Not a fucking thing. And if it seems like I'm mentally break that, that that I'm mentally broken about something, then I'm doing it on purpose. Hear me on that. I'm doing it on fucking purpose. It's like riding the bike. I ride, I I get on the fucking Peloton, right, like, dude, my, I I haven't been on the Peloton in God knows how long, right, so, anytime I get on it, and I got on it today, you're racing against other fucking people, and, and, bro, I fucking get after it, and I'm watching people break on their numbers while I'm trying to fucking pass them, She continues. No, um, no injury, thankfully, and that's why I took a step back because I didn't want to do something silly out there and get injured, so I thought it was best if these girls took over and did the rest of the job, which they absolutely did. They're Olympic silver medalists now, and they should be really proud of themselves for how well they did last minute having to go in. Um, Listen to that. They did. They're Olympic silver medalists. They're Olympic silver medalists. I never heard anybody say how happy I am that I took second in the Olympics. I've never heard anybody be like, oh, great. I'm, I'm an Olympic silver medalist. Nope. Never. If I were the coach, let me let me let me put one a little let me let me let me get to lead you guys in a little insight onto what the coach should have done. And a lesson that I learned at a young age, I think I was a sophomore, or maybe I was even a junior in high school. I don't, I don't know what it was, but I'm wrestling in a in a, in a tournament. And um I'm I'm in the semifinals of a tournament with down in fucking Rhode Island. 
And I'm wrestling. I'm actually wrestling the last year's Rhode Island State champion. I I I, I should have won the fucking match. I, we I didn't. The, the match got my my coach stopped the match because I was being a fucking bitch. So I was sucking wind. I was sucking wind, and I was actually up by a point. So this maybe like we're in, we're going into the fucking last period, and I'm up by I'm up one, and I kept taking an injury timeout to catch my breath. I'm not shitting you. I did, and and I'm not saying that's the right thing. And I learned a lot. I never did it again. I kept taking an injury timeout. You get like two minutes or something like that. I don't remember to catch my breath. And and I took one like a third time and my coach fucking grabbed me. Gone. He goes, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I told him the truth. I told him the straight up truth. I go, coach, I'm just sucking wind. I just, I need a break. And you know what he did right there? He went to the fucking ref, said, my guy's done. Just like that. He goes, my guy's done. Waved his arms. Like, oh, I'm not done. Coach. You're fucking done. Boom. Because he was so pissed off and so offended and so disgusted. That I needed to take a goddamn break to catch my wind to beat the kid. He was pissed. Because I mentally broke on my wind. Do you get it? Like, I needed a mental break to catch my fucking breath. And my coach wasn't having it. And he goes over to the ref says, yep, my guy's done. Now, I could still wrestle because I'm not out of the tournament. I could go for third. I get over to the uh, to the thing. Uh, I'm sitting down. He comes over. He fucking rips me. So don't you fucking, he, was, you, he just he called me a pussy, a baby. I said, uh, you know, you think you're ever going to win in life by taking breaks? You think you're ever going to fucking win because you didn't work hard enough the past two weeks to get your wind up so you could beat someone? You, you're just beating yourself. That's a pussy's way of winning. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, all right, I'm, I got, I'm, I, and I could pull myself back from it. I'm like, all right, I'm going to pull myself back. I'm going to take third and finish off fucking strong. So I, I, I'm just kind of fighting around. And I go by the brackets and I notice that my name's not on the thing anymore. They dropped me out. Um, I've been, um, de- not DQ'd, but I've, I've been out because of, because of injury. And I go to the coach and go, why am I not in? He goes, you're done. You're not wrestling. He's, you're, he goes, you're hurt. That's exactly what he said. He goes, you're hurt, remember? I go, I'm not hurt. He goes, yeah, you are. He goes, you, you needed three injury timeouts. You needed a break. You're hurt. You're done for the day. See you later. And he's like, and you can't fucking go home. You're staying. Because Ingles would win the fucking tournament. So we'd, have, we'd be stuck there no matter what. So he's like, and you're not going home. Not with Because sometimes the, the other, my parents would never be there. But some other parents would take you home. He goes, oh, you're fucking staying here. Straight till the end till Ingles gets the OW. Because we'd always win the OW. And you'd have to stay to the end. And it just and that, that taught me a lot. Right then and there. He taught me a lot. Taught me a lot. And that's what the Olympic coach should do. Say, Simone, I apologize but you can't compete in the individual events anymore because you're hurt. You have a mental health issue. We don't want to we don't want to see anything else bad happen to you. You're done. You're done. That's how you learn a lesson. That's how you realize you say, "Fuck, I can't take a break on the team. I can't take this one off." Even in high school, my fucking coach held me accountable. Straight up, dude was like, "Nah, you're done." Ended the fucking match. See you later. And it's been really stressful. Oh, that's a good one. No, um, no injury. So the Olympics have been very stressful. And it's been really stressful, this Olympic Games, I think, just as a whole, um, not having an audience. There are a lot of different variables going into it. It's been a long week. It's been a long Olympic process. It's been a long year. Um, So just a lot of different variables. And I think we're just a little bit too stressed out. but we should be out here having fun, and sometimes that's not the case. Yeah, listen, Simone, I, 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 I couldn't disagree with you more. I, unfortunately, um, yes, competition and stuff like that is, is supposed to be fun, but this is maybe for you, 
maybe you don't care. You've you've won your gold medals, but the girls that you bailed out on didn't win their gold medals. They they got silver medals. And for you to take a mental break, for you to take a mental break in the in the middle of the team competition when you still have a shot, you're still there. You're nipping at the heels of winning, and for you to bail out on your team, and that's what it is. You bailed out. Well, for you to bail out on your team, it's inexcusable. And it's been really stressful, this Olympic Games, I think, just as a whole, um, not having an audience there. Listen, life is stressful as a whole. Everything that goes on in life as a whole. My buddy Frank just asked me if I'm a mental health counselor. I don't have to be a fucking mental health counselor to understand that every single one of us has mental issues. All of us. We have mental problems, things that we can't overcome. We, maybe you got the fear of the fucking wind. Maybe, you know, bro, my daughter had a fucking fear of the wind. Dude, I put her outside in a fucking storm of, uh, like last fucking spring. I'm like, get the fuck over it. Get over it. It's fucking wind. And maybe I'm in the wrong. Maybe I need to be more understanding. Maybe I do. I don't know. Again, like Frank said, I'm not a mental health counselor, but I've seen a lot of shit and dealt with a lot of things in my life, good and bad, a lot of fucking bad, a lot of bad, lots of fucked up things. I'd like to think I'm doing okay. Some people would say I'm a mental fucking nut. Maybe I am, but I don't feel, I don't turn my back on the guys that have been working with me. I don't, I don't fucking back out. I don't care if I'm mentally crushed. I'm, bro, I carry the fucking world on my goddamn shoulders for anybody. 90% of the time, I'm I'm wishing I could take... I wish I could. You know what? Let me, let me say that. I wish that Simone could put all her fucking mental health issues on me because I think I can handle them. I wish she could. I wish I could touch like, like the green mile where you go and he fucking guy sucks the sickness out of people. I wish I could suck your mental anguish out of you because I think I can handle it. I think I can deal with it. And I think you can too. You just need to chill for a second. You just need to breathe. You need to be the master of your emotion. First things first is you got to realize who gives a fuck if millions of people are watching and who cares about the pressure? Get out there and kick ass. She continues. Well, personally, I knew they'd be okay without me just watching. <laughs> can we just start that? This cut right over. She personally says they could be okay without her. Well, personally, I knew they'd be okay without me. Just they, they weren't okay without you. Personally, they were not okay without you. You're the captain of their team and you had a mental fucking breakdown and you bounced. And that sets the tone for everybody else. If Simone is going to have a mental breakdown, we're all fucked. That's what happens. When the leader has a mental fucking breakdown, it sets the tone for everyone else. When the leader falls off the vault... And as a mental breakdown, everyone else is fucked. But when the leader falls off the vault and gets back up and then goes and nails the next event and fucking crushes it, everybody goes, shit, oh, fuck. And everybody has got to step up and everybody else has got to be ready. You got time for your mental, your, your mental well-being after the event. After the event's over, go into the locker room, turn out the lights, ball your fucking eyes out, put on light, light some candles on, put on Deepak Chopra in the fucking background, and feel have a fucking pity party. Not in the event. Not when the Olympic gold medal is on the line, and not when you have your teammates depending on you to be strong, and depending on you to win the gold and help them win the gold. They were not fine 
without you? Well, personally, I knew they'd be okay without me just watching them train. Um, they're one of, they're a couple of the strongest competitors I know. Their heads are always on straight and they have a lot of dedication and courage. So I knew they were going to be just fine. So I wasn't worried. I know they were a little bit worried going in and emotions were all over the place, but I think they just needed reassurance that they were going to be okay. And look, they were, they did it without me and they're Olympic silver medalists. They'd be fine. And apparently, I'm sure, I, I, you know, here's the, here's the deal. We're not honest. We're not honest. That's, that's the deal. We're not honest. None of the girls on the Olympic team will say they're pissed. They'll call her courageous. Twitter is, is beaming with thoughts and prayers and, and your thoughts and prayers for Simone. Okay. How about, right now, some guy's dying of a fucking heart attack. Thoughts of it, thoughts of prayers, Simone fell off the fucking, off the vault. We're not honest. And that's what's the problem with the society. We're just not honest. We, we just say, we don't say what we feel. We don't say how we feel about shit. We make shit up. We go, oh, oh, I feel so bad. I, that, oh, that poor girl. But no one's thinking about the other girls on the team. No one's thinking about the other fucking Olympic athletes on that team that needed their captain to stay strong and to fucking step it up. She's talking about like it's great that they took a silver. She should be up there fucking devastated. She should be up there, guys, I'm so sorry. So distraught about it that she can't move on and compete. But she will. And she'll probably win gold. She'll probably bounce back and win the gold medal and the individual vault and uh, another individual event. And we'll talk about how courageous it was that she was overcome, able to overcome the mental toughness of the team competition and fuck Team USA out of a gold so that she can bounce back and win her individual gold medal. And she's a hero. And I'll get shit on it. People say, oh, you're a fucking scumbag for saying something. But that's the problem. Right there, therein lies the problem. You can't talk to your athletes like that because you won't be the coach anymore. You can't be tough. They have to be tough on themselves. You can't be tough on them because you won't be the coach. You'll go to fucking jail. You'll get fucking canceled. God forbid you try to push somebody. And the, the honest truth is, if you could push people and you could work on people mentally, then they wouldn't fold in mental situations. He did a perfect example is my brother Mike. My brother Mike was a very good wrestler. Very good. Hell of an athlete. Hell of an athlete. But he wasn't mentally strong. He's, I mean, he's, a, he's as mentally strong as they come now. He's the most mentally... My brother Mike is probably the most mentally tough person I know. I'm, I'm sure that the kid could take a fucking bullet and would laugh about it and shrug it off and pretend like it didn't hurt. He became mentally tough and mentally strong when he got his mentor, Father John McLaughlin. Father John taught him how to be mentally strong, how to believe in himself, how to deal with pressure along with my dad and along with things that happened in our life, that all culminated into my brother. Literally, my brother in fucking high school never lost a match. He went to college. I think he he was like 121 and 11. And he would always bounce back. He's just, the kid's fucking got mental toughness like coming out of his ass. And even today, it's tough for him. He's a teacher. He can't talk to the kids the way we'd like to talk to the kids. The kids do something or they, they claim mental health. They go, go to the nurse. You can't say cut the shit. God forbid you told the kid cut the shit. Cut the shit. Imagine. Woo. 
And everybody will be upset. So let me wrap it up at least nicely. I'll say this. It's clear that there are mental health issues here in the United States of America. There are people that really have a mental disability. Legit. A legit mental disability. They're bipolar. They're psychotic. They have something. But then there are those people that claim they have a mental problem. There are the people that when they get in a pressure situation or if they flop, they fall back on mental, they fall back and say, oh, I have a mental problem. And it and it's accepted that, that you need to uh, act like as if they just got their fucking leg blown off or, or act like they did, they just got, told you that they had cancer. You can't, t- you can't say to them, get your head out of your fucking ass, which is what they need. The people that don't really have a mental problem that are making mistakes that are mental mistakes or that are making uh, 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 things that they can't handle pressure or they might have anxiety that they need to be fucking told pull your head out of your fucking ass you have to work through it you must work through it I feel bad for the girls on Team USA that Simone Biles couldn't mentally handle the situation which was basically she couldn't handle losing she had been so used to winning and now that she's lost she couldn't handle it and need to peg it on something. She needed some kind of an excuse and bounced it on mental toughness. It's bullshit. And we let her get away with it. And everybody on Twitter lets her get away with it. And therefore, you let the country get away with it. You let your kids get away with it. And that's why we have a problem. We have no mental toughness. None. Whatsoever. Zero. I don't think you should get a fucking break or a pass if you have a mental lap in judgment. I don't think you should. Now, if you literally have a mental fucking issue that's been diagnosed by a doctor that is legit, I get it, and I'm sorry, and I feel bad for the people that have that. But 90% of the people just can't handle the pressure. They can't handle criticism. They can't handle loss. They don't know how to lose. They don't know how to fucking lose. So they can't handle a criticism, they can't handle loss, they can't handle someone to tell them they're not doing good enough, the same as criticism, we can't handle it. And they don't know what to do, so they fucking fold, they melt, they literally fucking melt. It's like they got water dumped, I'm melting, I'm melting. And this is a huge problem in the United States. Mental toughness, we don't have it. They call it a mental health issue. It's not. It's, it's you don't have fucking mental toughness. You don't know how to learn. You never learned how to lose. You don't know how to, I, you just don't know how to handle situations because your parents didn't fucking teach you to be, to be strong, to lose gracefully, to lose like a man or, or fucking, you can't, oh, you can't say lose like a man, to lose like a fucking person. No mental toughness. I'm sure the coach gave uh, Simone a hug. So, oh, oh, honey, it's okay. It's okay. I'd have been fucking steaming. Steaming. It wouldn't even have got to that. Because the kid would fucking know. I, you wouldn't even... Listen, you wouldn't even be able to come over to me and tell me that you're going to bail out because you would know that I'd be like, fuck you. Get your ass back over there and you better kneel the fucking next one. You better kneel it.
I know, right? Lose like a person. I was kidding. Here's the point, guys, that I'm that I'm trying to get across. I don't know what your life is like. I don't. I, I, I don't know what your mental well-being is like. I don't know the things that you do. But I know what I do. And anytime I'm faced with a difficult situation, someone just said I'm the king of stink of life. It's true. I've had so many bad things or so many unfortunate things happen, <clears throat> but yet I'm still here. But yet I get through every single one of them. Someday... In the near future, I, 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 I'm telling you, I, if, I, I, if I could, and I'll probably get a ghostwriter, I could write a book on the misfortune that I have been dealing with for the past two years. For the amount of money that I've made and lost and, and seen gone from stupid decisions, <laughs> fuck it, bro, from the top of the hill to, to buried and now scratching my way out, it would break most people. It would fucking bury you into the goddamn ground. You would fucking put a gun, I'm telling you, most people would have put a fucking gun in their mouth. I, I swear, I'm not kidding. And someday I'll be able to tell that story when I get when, it, when, it's, when it's hit its completion, because it hasn't yet. But when I get to the other side, and I complete the journey of, of, of complete shit, that I'm dealing with when it comes to my business life and these unsurmountable odds to overcome it, the story alone would fucking make you motherfuckers down on your knees. And I don't even say this to pound my chest. I'm just trying to pass along an example. I'm just trying to tell you guys you got to work on yourself. You have to work on your mental toughness. Please do. Work on your mental toughness. Nothing. Nothing that happens is so bad. Falling off the vault isn't so bad. Falling in your face isn't so bad. You know what's bad is fucking dying or losing somebody. Like, that's fucking bad. But even then, you can get by that and you can stand up and you can fucking excel and you can be tough and you can be good and you can still be there for your family. If you, let me tell you something. And it's you and you alone. You and you alone are the only one that can get yourself through these damn problems. I don't have them. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't. And I feel bad for people that do. I don't have fucking problems that hold me back. I don't. So I don't understand it. I don't have those issues. Bad things happen. I learn from like, oh, fuck. All right. Well, that sucked. Let me learn from this. And how can I do it better next time? And when people shit on me and give me criticism, I take it. I listen to their criticism and say, okay, how can I twist it? I get like, like a perfect example. Being told that I can't talk on the radio because my boss doesn't fucking like me. I say, all right, well, how can I add in a different way? If I can't talk, how else can I bring my presence? How else? What else can I do? Because what if I couldn't talk? That's what I say to myself. What if I couldn't? What if I lost my fucking voice for life? Then what would I do? How would I be able to add? That's what I think of. I don't go, oh. I try to take everything that I have and use what I have and try to do it the best of my ability. And the problem is that we give people a pass. And right now, 
the world and the United States and people on fucking Twitter are giving Simone Biles a fucking pass for backing out on Team USA. Team USA was within distance of beating Russia to take the gold medal. She fell off the fucking vault. She fell. She couldn't handle the fact that she wasn't going to win. She couldn't handle the fact that she fell. She couldn't handle the embarrassment. And so she claimed mental health problems and bailed out on the fucking team and they took silver and no one else is going to call it like it is and that's what it is. Period. Couldn't fucking handle it. And we all call her a hero. I don't. I don't. I don't. A hero is fucking Tom Brady. A guy that's in a Super Bowl. He's down 28-3. to He doesn't fold. He doesn't say in the middle of the game, guys, I'm going to take a mental break. I'm going to take this one out. Nope. He says, we're going to fucking win. And everybody looks at him like, what? We're fucking down. He went, oh, we're going to win. We are going to fucking win. Plain and simple. Could you imagine? And I hate to go back this far, but could you imagine if George Washington... When his fucking back was up against the wall. When these motherfuckers are in Valley Forge. And the soldiers got no goddamn socks. No fucking boots. No goddamn food. They haven't eaten in fucking days. They're fighting the strongest fucking army ever assembled. And could you imagine if he fucking said, Oh guys, I gotta take a mental break. Nope. He didn't. He rallied a bunch of fucking bums together. To win an insurmountable war. Because of mental toughness. And we can't even finish a fucking Olympic goddamn event. And everybody's like, oh, what a hero. This is why the United States of America is in a fucking tough run. This is why we don't fucking win anymore. This is why. Because we're scared to tell people. We're afraid to say how we feel. And when someone fucks up, we don't call them out. When someone does something wrong, God forbid. All right, that's it. I feel bad for the other girls. That's my that's my story. I feel bad for the other girls on the gymnastic team that had to get up there. And Simone got up there too. I wouldn't even have, I wouldn't even have went out. She shouldn't even have went out. She shouldn't even have went out. Fucking terrible. Well, I'm sure I'm going to get a ton of shit for uh Given someone who's got a mental disability a hard time, so <clears throat> let's let's see let's see what happens. God God forbid. All right, thank you so much for listening to Spazzing Out America's podcast. Um, maybe this is the last one. You know, maybe I'll get canceled. I don't know. Those are my sentiments. God bless. God bless America.